Let's go, y'all. Welcome to the last episode of Arch Conversations for this. Hey, is this my second season? I forgot. But welcome to the last episode together with Audrey. Yay! Yay. Yes. <laughs> is this still and, the same intro? Yeah, it's still the same intro. And to end the, the season, I wanted Audrey to come on board because um, I've known Audrey for quite a while and she's been in marketing forever since I've known her, right? You've done all sorts of marketing, right? Actually, I was thinking that day, right? I think I know you for five, six years already. No, it's longer than five, six years. Cherry is how long ago? Yeah, Cherry is about five, six years, I think. Oh, really? Yeah, that's okay, so about five or six years. So ever since I've known Audrey, she's been in marketing. First, when I met her, she was with Cherry. And then after mm. that, Zoop. Mm. And then after that, where? I mean, I don't even, I can't even keep up. Actually, I know you. It's more towards the end of my night. Not end, like, I'm not ending yet nightlife. But I know you yeah. more like at the later part of nightlife. Through Earn, yes. right? Yes, correct. Correct. Yeah. So, hmm. here's where the questions start, yeah? Audrey, how long have you been working in marketing? In totality? In totality, 12 years. 12 years. And then, hmm. to my understanding, you used to do, um, do we call it underground pop-up parties or just pop-up parties? What do we call them? Hmm. Just pop-up parties. Lah. But then, yeah, leaning towards underground. Because so what are, was what was the pop-up parties called? What were the pop-up parties called? Mm, it was called No Party Here. And you did it with... Kind of, uh, no yeah, Party Here. No, no, it's quite cooler. And you did it with Louis, right? Was it Louis? Right. Yes. I had a partner called Louis, who is in Hong Kong now, with Hypebees. He cannot come back. Quite sad. <laughs> it's her best yeah. friend. Yeah. So how do y'all set up No Party here and what was that scene like? When was this around? Which year? I think No Party here was 2012, 2011. I knew Louis like for I think 12, 13 years or so. And then mm-hmm. when I knew him, we were always working at different clubs. So when I knew Louis, Louis was working at Butter Factory. And then before mm-hmm. that, he was yeah, mm. so Louis was Zook and then Butterfly. And when he was at Zook, I was at Ministry of Sound in Zerka. Mm. And then when he was at Butter, I was at Evlon. Mm. So every time we wanted to do something together, but we couldn't because like, we were not allowed to moonlight like, at, that, at that point of time because it's mm. very sensitive. Mm. Yeah, so somehow he when he quit Butter, I also quit Evlon. So we thought, I, uh, I think we were both kind of taking a break. And we thought, why don't we just start our own thing? Mm. Which was no party here. Mm. And then, I think we threw our first party in 2013 or 14. Mm-hmm. And then I think there were less than 10 people. <laughs> <laughs> and the 10 people, right? I think it's like all your friends. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Them said. And then the DJ was like, the name very long, like people cannot even pronounce that. DJ... Hydrotronic uh-huh. <laughs> from Berlin. Uh-huh. Yeah, nobody can pronounce, nobody who knew who it was. I think like when, when we started, 
although we were in the nightlife industry for very long, right? I don't think people still like trust what we were doing, lah. Mm. Like, why, why, why should we go to your party, right? Yeah. 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 So, ten people. I don't know how much we lost. <laughs> I can't. I can't remember. Yeah. But then I think we got lucky. The second one. Mm. The second one was. Yeah. So the first one we did it at home club before. Mm. Before Canvas was called Home Club, right? Yeah. Yes. Before Canvas was Canvas, yeah. And then the second one was at a place called The Vault, which was like, you remember Kyo? Mm-hmm. What it was yeah, before. So, yeah, so Kyo had a sister outlet called Vault. Mm-hmm. And then Louis was, Louis was working with, with Kyo, the company LEC. Mm-hmm. So before Vault opened, it was like a... Empty space lah. So it's, it's really like a, a shop house, empty shop house. We can do anything we want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we kind of felt like, hey, that's actually our vibe lah. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, like places that people don't know yet and it's very mm-hmm. empty. And we can do whatever setup we want. Yeah. So that's the second party. And then I think it helps us a lot because we booked um, this guy from Boiler Room. Mm-hmm. We had some following. Yeah, Bradley Zero from Boiler Room. So back then, like, Boiler Room just blew up. Yeah, so then, our second party, I think, I think had three, four hundred people. Yeah, so like, 10 to 300. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we, like, on cannot believe it. Yeah. Like, we were just to. (laughs) Yeah. It was the night that I met Ern. Mm. Which was quite party. Because, like, the party is, like you say, it's an underground party. La. So everyone is like me, you know, like wear t-shirt or this one. And then Ern drove out in a Porsche. <laughs> he, wore, he wore a suit. Like a whole mm. like YSL suit or something black one. Mm. I think everyone was staring at him. Mm. Yeah. But that's why I knew him. Mm. Yeah. So and then it escalated like more and more no parties. So I mean, once you get your name established, then people started coming. Mm. So what made you decide to stop throwing those parties? Mm, a lot of times it's like circumstance like if me mm. and Louis a lot of times it's like our day job gets in the way lah, which is quite sad yeah mm. because we're both in nightlife we're in nightlife and then there's always a, a clause whereby you cannot um, throw other parties when you're working with the club yeah. so I see it as, as though a non-compete clause there's yeah, a non-compete clause. Yeah, so it's like, I see myself when I work in the mainstream club, right? It's like my day job. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So, I mean, I, I suppose everybody, when they go to a party, be it a pop-up party or a club or whatever, which you've done both of, right? They only see the party, right? And as mm. for you, you see all the backside, like all, you, you know, cleaning up the shit and stuff like that. So, Take us through the process, like in bullet point form, right? For you, what it's like, you know, ideate the idea of a party. Okay, for example, um, Audrey and I threw a party together at Zoo when she was doing, yeah, yeah. yeah, right? When she was managing there. So we threw a party together and she got me to host it. So from my, from what I experienced is from my end, I had to host the party, try and get the tables booked. And bring in a DJ that people might know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What was his name? Um, is the it DJ? DJ? The DJ? No, no. I got in. No, the first one was Kyo Yon. 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The first one. You did two yeah. parties with me. I did two parties with you. So the first one yeah, was yeah. in Huyon for SNSD, then the second one was Prepare for Hong Kong. Oh yeah, Prepare. He's the one so, that did this, the Let's Go Yo, that one. Yeah, correct, correct. He produced it for me. <laughs> he produced the song. He produced the arch jingle. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. He's very quiet, but... <laughs> yeah, he, he's good. He's very quiet, but yeah, he's very good. good. Yeah. So, yeah. um, it's two different... I mean, for me, that's what I see, right? Bring in the DJ, get a tablespoon. So from your perspective, from a marketing standpoint, like how do you market a party? Just in bullet mm. point form. What yeah, makes for a successful party? Mm, I feel like the parties with you, you are the you are like the front end. I'm the back end. Mm. Yeah. So in bullet point, um, it starts with the boss wanting a series of parties. Yeah, mm. a, a series of parties at future because we're going through a rebranding. Yeah. Yeah. But the the very basis of it is. It looks quite cool all, but at the start, it's all paperwork. Lah. Yeah. It's really, yeah. It's, That's it's what I wanted all... to get into. So pe- the yeah, parts that people don't see, you know? Don't see. Uh, it's really a lot of paperwork day to day. Yeah. So, yeah. PL, rounds and rounds on PL to like make sure yeah. that, yeah. So we have to like gauge how much we'll earn from the party, the DJ mm. cost. Yeah. How to look for the DJ cost. Yeah. Yeah. And lower, lowering the DJ cost got a lot of matter. Lah. Mm. And then, Promoter fees if there's a promoter, which is you. Which was me, yeah. Mm-mm. And then branding. Mm. But branding, um, I was lucky enough, like the team at if it's Zook, it was John Fun. And then like yeah. I was doing a promo party here. So they yeah. come up with branding from scratch. Yeah. Mm. Marketing wise, if there's a promoter, it's a lot easier. Because promoter mm. has a following. That's supposedly the promoter's job, right? To do the to promote mm. the, the party, yeah. Correct, yeah. Sometimes, like, we don't necessarily, like, expect them to to be, like, salesmen, you know? Like, like yeah, this yeah. Company, yeah, I know, like, no, right? You don't want to wear it thin or so, your brand. Yeah, yeah, then it's a bit uncool with you, right? Yeah. It's more, like, associating the, their name with, the, with a brand, maybe? Yeah, 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 I get it. So yeah. now that you're not with Nightlife, right? Now you're with FMB. You're in FMB. Mm-hmm. So, what do you miss about the nightlife work if you do? I do. Uh, actually, I was thinking to myself, right? At first, I, uh, when I left Zoom, which was about two years ago, right? Yeah. I was like, I was like unsure with myself whether do I still want to do nightlife? Yeah. Because yeah, it's very, like, I feel like it's, it's in phases. I'll be very, very passionate about it. And then after that, I'll join somewhere, or I'll start something, and then I feel very like tired from it. Yeah. Because it's very exhausting, right? Yeah. And then yeah, and then after that, I will miss it. So now I'm at the I miss it stage. Phase, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I think it's because of also the COVID circumstance now. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah, when I when I scroll Instagram, right? And then because there are other countries, Europe and all, mm. like if you look at the accounts. Is as if like the festivals Nothing. are ongoing. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. It makes me even like Shanghai. Like if you see Tom's Instagram, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so like it, it makes me miss like throwing parties, la. Yeah. Mm. So how do you see the night scene progressing on from here in Singapore? Let's not talk about other people, right? Because definitely mm. it's gonna blow up. 
once the restrictions open, do you think it's going to blow up immediately or like people are kind of used to being this hermit stage to house parties? Because I, for one, know that I love my house parties. I quite mm-hmm. love the 10.30 restriction. Then we go to someone's house. Yeah, and then by 1am, I'm literally in bed, tucked in, ready to sleep. Whereas in before 1am was the time to go out. Wow. You know, the when we had cherry days was like, cherry days was like, okay, 1am, reach the club, everyone, we all there. And without words, we were just meet in the car park around 1am. Yeah, no, the last time you and Patra picked me up, right, was 2am. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> no, I don't want to go on, no, I lie in bed. Yeah, we, were, we dragged you out at 2am. So how do you see, from someone who's been like, you know, in the night scene for so many years, like, how do you see our nightclub scene progressing from here on? Actually, I think it's a good thing. Eh? I mean, not that, I mean, like, the medical side aside, right, I feel like the scene needed a, a restart button. Mm. Because it was it was like it was all about bottle service. Yes, I hate. Can I just put it out there? I hate bottle service. <laughs> I don't yeah. care who's watching this. I fucking hate it. Like <laughs> for real, for real, for real. Yeah, yeah. It's very sad. It pays the mm-hmm. bills. But yeah, I feel that there are sure. a lot of better ways to pay the bills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. like capitalism so, at its best. It's capitalism correct. creating this kind of marketing where like it's for the egotistical fucks with yeah. a lot of money in their banks to throw money at, you know, and make girls wear skimpy <laughs> outfits with the weird bottles coming out with the sparklers. I can't deal with that shit, man. I want to go there for honest music, pay for yeah. drinks so that are maybe three three times more than I'm supposed to pay for it, but okay, I'm paying for the music. And then go yeah. there my girls and have a fun out. That's what I miss the most about the clubbing scene, you know? Yeah, correct law. So I feel like there's a, it's, it's a whole restart thing going on, like a restart button yeah. from COVID. Yeah. And actually, I think... When things reopen, right, it's gonna be it's gonna start slow, like from the from the the regulations, right? They're not gonna like boom open everything. Yeah. So I think actually I'm hoping lah that the small clubs will benefit first. That's what I hope too, because yeah. that's where I wanna yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of, like a lot of friends who like are really struggling. Like mm. there's HQ the council, so they mm. are very very small like techno club. At Bookie. Yeah. 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 So like um yeah, I saw him recently, Clement. Like he's doing he he, he managed to convert it to a very, very small establishment. Cinema. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it's very sad lot because of all the regulations. He can only yeah. have like 15 people, I think 15 or 16 people per night. So yeah. it's impossible to make money. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just I think it's very sad if they don't hang on. Yeah. Right? Because if they don't hang on, then there's... Well, that's one thing. Or you can see, like you said, it's a cleanse, right? Then it's time to make way for new people with new energy or like younger people with new energy or something, you know? Mm, It's true. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so I do hope they hang on. But then when they... Yeah, so when it reopens, and I also feel like the clubbers, like even me, myself, when when things reopen, right, I want to go to the small clubs, not the big clubs. Same. Yeah, I'm sure the big clubs will go boom, right? Like, because all these <laughs> egotistical fucks who have to spend their money need to come back out and spend their money yeah, somewhere. True. They will go. They will go and be flashy. Yeah, exactly. They've not thrown their money somewhere in a long time. So they will go. But what I'm hoping for is to see like more of these smaller clubs and these our smaller, more underground DJs who have not done it in so long miss the vibe and come back out stronger. You know, that's what I hope for as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there's a few. I think it's hang on well. There's 19, 1990, 1980. 
Yeah. Uh, uh, the Fat Cat Collective. Yeah. I think they will, when things reopen, they'll be around. Yeah. So I think that's them. And I really hope HQ is still around. Yeah. Who else? Uh, is Kilo still around? I also don't know. Uh, Kilo I'm, Lounge, oh. I suppose. I think. Yeah. So yeah, for yeah. you, right? Okay. So if there was someone out there who wanted to get into nightlife marketing or any form of like nightclub scene, because okay, don't forget, right? The people who were probably 16 when COVID happened, now it's almost two years, right? When they, you know, by the time everything reopened, they have not clubbed before and they're turning legal soon or whatever. They don't know what to expect or they're looking for jobs, right? Mm. What kind of advice would you give to these young people in terms of the nightlife scene and wanting to get into work with the nightlife scene? Like what is like maybe three tips you have for them? Because first of all, obviously you work the nightlife and yet morning you still have to go in to do the paperwork. I think that's something that's quite realistic that people don't understand. Mm, it becomes correct. like, you know, mm. like things like that, more realistic things rather than like the, maybe all they see is the flashy, like, oh, I get, get to dress up and go out every night or some shit. Yeah, I think the most common question I get is, uh, eh, you're not working tonight. Even my own friends will ask me, eh, you're not working tonight. Yeah, I do that too. So I, do, <laughs> I used to do that when you were at Zook, eh, you free your day. Yeah, I'll be in Zook. I'll be Angie, you know, Angie or no, but I'll be, eh, not working tonight. Mm. So it's like, yeah, it's a misconception. La. But actually, um, especially if you work in a in a more established club, let's say Zook or whatever, uh, the working hours is usually from 9 or 10 a.m. till 7, for example. Like normal office people. La. And then if there is an event, then you stay on. So that's why it's, it's the hours are very crazy. So yeah. on a normal on a normal week it'll be Monday to Friday or office hours. And then Friday and Saturday you stay on for the event. Mm. Yeah, because it's most likely that Friday and Saturday you will have an event. Yeah. So the only day you get to rest is Sunday long. Mm. And then it sucks when you you got things like um Zook flea market. <laughs> you gotta mm. go on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if you wanna join. I do think it's good that you join early because that's when you got your energy. Your energy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I feel a, a lot. 30 plus, I cannot do it anymore, man. I can't yeah. do that two day in a row clubbing shit. Yeah. So, yeah. I think have a lot of energy. Do it when you're young. Mm. Do it for the love of music. La. Don't do it for mm. the whole lifestyle. Yeah. Like, don't, don't, don't think that, oh, I want to be a it girl. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Don't For real, dude. I know, I know, I know. I feel you, I feel you. Yeah. It, it's more satisfying to be in the back end and not in the limelight. Yeah. Yeah, you need to have this kind of character to to be in underground or like marketing for less known music genres. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Is that all three? Is that three tips already? Yeah, is that enough content? Let me ask my editor. Hello, enough content? Oh, there's okay, I think you, so. Uh. No, don't have. <laughs> it's just me. <laughs> Can we say goodbye though? Alright, thank you, Audrey. Bye-bye. Bye. <laughs>